Hello and welcome to Central Stories, the show where we share some of the best radio dramas produced by the students at the University of Central Missouri's Digital Media Production Courses. I'm your host, Shannon Johnson. You know, radio drama is almost as old as the medium itself, dating all the way back to the 1920s. By the 1940s, it was a popular form of international entertainment. But with the advent of television in the 1950s, radio lost some of its popularity. While it may not enjoy the same fan appeal as it did 100 years ago, radio drama is still a fun and creative way to share stories through the use of foley art, sound effects, and of course, the human voice. In this first episode of Central Storytellers, we share with you the work of UCM students Mason Harding, Roman Pfister, Greg Burns, and Delaney Echelmeyer. Four very different stories to share with you today. We have murder, mayhem, and we even have comedy. To kick it off, we have an inspiring story of perseverance. Here's Roman Pfister and the Coach Kyle Chronicles. One day after baseball practice, Coach Kyle calls over one of his players for whom he has a special lesson. Hey, Jimmy, come on over here to the mound for a minute. Sure, Coach. I noticed during batting practice you let all the curveballs go right by you. Uh, I, I guess I did, Coach. Well, why'd you do that, Jimmy? You could have gotten a dinger or two today if you'd taken a good swing at him. It, it's just, I can't hit a curveball. I miss every time. Well, we ought to fix that then, shouldn't we? But how am I going to do that? Here, walk over to the batter's box and I'll pitch you a few curveballs. Sam, put on your catcher's mask and be ready for some curveballs. Jimmy's going to swing at a few. And we're not stopping until you get a good hit. But we'll be here all night. I promise you'll get one, Jimmy. I'll only throw them over the plate. Okay, Coach. I'm ready. Um, Jimmy, aren't you forgetting something? What, Coach? Grab your bat, son. Oh, sorry. Okay, now you're ready. Here's the first one. Dang it! I missed it! It's okay, Jimmy. You'll get the next one. All right, Sam, throw me the ball back. Jimmy, walk over to the mound again. Okay, coach. So, Jimmy, what happened was you swung too early. Okay. So just keep your eye on the ball and wait until it comes over the plate. All right, now get back over to the batter's box. Got it, coach. Sam, Jimmy, get ready. Here comes the next one. Ugh, come on! How did I miss that one? Come on back to the mound, Jimmy. <sighs> all right, all right. You swung late on that one, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's okay, Jimmy, it's okay. When you're up there, take a deep breath and visualize that you're controlling the ball. Okay, coach, I'll give it a try. Control the ball. Okay, Jimmy, here's another one. As soon as Jimmy visualized himself taking control of that ball, everything slowed down, and he saw it come right over the plate. Holy cow, Jimmy, that one's over the fence in right field. You did it! I did it! I did it! Hey, easy there. You almost hit Sam throwing your bat like that. Oh, um, sorry, Sam. Well, how do you feel now, Jimmy? Like, 
I can do anything. And you can, Jimmy, as long as you keep trying and never give up. Now come on, I'll buy you a soda. Thanks, coach. So Jimmy learned to hit a curveball that day and never doubted his confidence again. We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Now for something a little more serious. Delaney Echelmeyer's take on Joseph Arnone's production, Killing You. wondering why I haven't killed you yet. <laughs> I'm actually wondering that as well. Not so sure. Usually I just do it. it. Takes less than a second. Then it's forgotten in the next. But with you, it's different. I don't know why. I just don't know why. Why can't I kill you? I have no feelings for you whatsoever. I don't know you. We've never met. It's so strange. I guess even the greats have an off night. Maybe this is my off night. Maybe. Should I let you go? What's the point? What do you think? Should I let you live? Yeah. You think I should let you live? I should just let you walk right out of here. Well, that's something to be hopeful about, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Some psycho is about to kill you and then lets you go. <laughs> what an amazing story to tell your friends. Great stuff right there, don't you think? <sighs> but I have to kill you. No, no. Relax. I do. I do. Because it's what I'm supposed to do. Even when an athlete is having an off night, he still performs. I have to perform. I'm not so sure I could live with myself if I don't perform. Letting you go doesn't make me the star player that I believe myself to be. You understand that, right? I mean, it sucks for you that I'm going to kill you now, but I'm sure there's a part of you that understands, even if it's the tiniest part. Well, I usually forget these things, but I think this time around, I will definitely remember you. <laughs> oh. Take care.
Still, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Wow. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. We're going to wrap up today's show with a couple of from the lighter side of life. This is Mason Harding's The Grocery Store Radio Drama, and we'll end the show today with Greg Burns' Camp Skid, adapted for radio. Have you arrived at the scene yet, officer? Yeah. I'm about to make contact with the security guard right now. Stand by. I assume it was you who made the call, sir? Yes, I did, officer. Something is very wrong with this grocery store. I think I've stumbled onto something huge. Okay. Well, I'm sure we can sort it out. I'm just going to take a few notes here if that's okay. How long have you been security guard here? Excluding the one-hour induction, 23 minutes. They do have to pay me for the induction, so you can put down one hour and 23 minutes in your notebook. Oh my god, did this fool call you, officer? This is so embarrassing. Can you please just tell him to go away? I will not leave until he knows your little secret. I know something's going on. Something huge is being covered up. You didn't see anything. You're absolutely crazy and a liability to my store. Okay, that's enough arguing. Sir, enlighten me on the issue at hand. This morning, I completed my induction at 9 o'clock. It was easy, and I was eager to bring my natural-born skills and talents to this business. I stood near the checkouts and began surveying the customers. It was then that it happened. This is absurd. Please, ma'am, let him tell me his story. Thank you, officer. At checkout two, a woman approached with a shopping cart and, as usual, unloaded her groceries onto the conveyor. Well, that is all except one. I immediately noticed and began close surveillance. The goods on the conveyor ended up getting packed and paid for. What she left in her cart was not paid for. I said to myself, this is what I'm getting paid for and restrained both the woman and the cashier with cable ties I had paid for out of my own pocket. Next thing I know, I'm immediately fired, and I'm both confused and upset. That doesn't seem like a proper reward for trying to stop a thief. Maybe your former manager can tell me why you were sacked. This is insane. I can't believe I even have to explain this. So, a customer approaches a checkout with a cart full of groceries and pays for them. Also sitting in the cart was her baby son. That was the item this idiot said she didn't pay for. So the item that wasn't paid for was a baby? Yes, officer. We will no doubt be sued by the customer and our employee. I was so embarrassed having to cut them free in front of all of our customers. I'm just glad he didn't put cable ties on the baby as well. Can you please just get him to go far, far away? I'm not going anywhere. My suspicions are well-founded. I had not seen the real scandal in my excitement to perform the duties I was employed for. The monsters that own this supermarket chain are selling children! That is so wrong on every level. Buying a child from a supermarket has to be illegal. It was then that I realized I had apprehended two people who were rescuing one of these unfortunate infants. The world needs to know what's going on. I think it's time to call a psychiatrist, officer. I think it's time to make things clear for our somewhat puzzled security man. Thank you so much, officer. The woman and cashier you restrained were set free by the manager. 
She sent the shopper on her way and the cashier back to work. Can't you see what's obvious? She's a good woman who is working with the other women rescuing children from this awful place. I'm glad to say both of you are on the same side of evil. You mean I'm a hero and I'll get my job back? You are not getting your job back. She's right. You will not be getting your job back. However, I am going to track down the supermarket's baby warehouse and put these criminals out of business. What just happened? Yes, what do you want? I have come to marry the princess. You've come to marry my daughter? Yes, your daughter. And just who are you to ask for the princess's hand in marriage? I am Sir Knight, the Knight, defender of lands beyond and slayer of dragons. Well, how about to go ask the queen? Yes, please do so. <clears throat> oh, queen? Yes? There is a noble knight here to marry our daughter. Yes, our daughter. Well, I'd better go and ask the princess. Oh, princess! OMG, what do you want, Mom? There's a noble knight here that wishes to marry you. Do I look like I care? No one understands me. Sue, is that a new? <laughs> Get out of my room, Mom! So, is a lovely daughter excited to be wed? Um, about what, that... What do you mean? What, what's going on? Um, she's... Well, spit it out! New! No? New! What does that mean, no? Well, that's quite unfortunate. Well, I better go tell the kind knight that. Oh, brave Sir Knight. Yes? I return with a message from the princess. And? And she said... And she says... No. No? No. Well, that's rather unfortunate. Can you return with this message? Um, yes? Die! Ugh. Ah! I am Sir Knight, the Knight, and I have come to marry the princess. My daughter? Your daughter. And what does the king say? He is a bit indisposed at the moment. Oh, well I'll go and ask the princess. What do you want now? Gosh. There's a very handsome noble knight here to marry you. 
Why can't you just leave me alone? So should I say new? Oh, Sir Knight, the princess sadly says... Yes, what did she say? She says new. Uh, no? New. Well, could you at least send her this message? Oh, of course. Die! Why can nobody leave me alone? I am Sir Knight, the Knight, and I have come to... What the? Why'd you throw a pillow at me? Just leave me alone! Hmm. Well, I guess it's time to find a new princess to marry. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today for this inaugural episode. Tune in next Sunday night at 6 p.m. for another fun-filled episode of Central Storytelling. Did you know that the University of Central Missouri has been leading innovation for nearly 150 years? With more accreditations and more qualified faculty members, our commitment to academic success is unparalleled. And we make sure every student receives the support they need to graduate on time and with less debt. So whatever opportunity you're looking for, make your impact sooner at UCM with campuses located in Warrensburg, Lee Summit, and online. Find out more about UCM and the power of opportunity in action at ucmo.edu.